Dear Klaus, thank you so much for delivering Joseph Morgan into our lives and television screens. Sincerely, Bridget. Dear Klaus, you are so extra. You have barely been back a week and caused so much drama. The secrets revealed about you are jaw-dropping and your hair in the flashbacks are on a whole nother level. <laughs> what mischief will you get into next? I'm torn between not liking you and being so interested in learning more about you. Sincerely, Mary Beth. When you talk about his haircut, how do you feel about his hair? When I saw him, I was like, he looks like if Beast from Beauty and the Beast from the Disney Beauty and the Beast was a real person. <laughs> When he, when he transforms into a man. Oh, that's actually quite, that's like, that's quite complimentary. That's a good, Oh yeah. that's solid. <laughs> I thought it was going to be well, like, it's like a helmet. <laughs> no, well, the hair. the hair. But you know how like, uh, how um, on uh, like an animation, the hair is very like put together. Yes. And then even his face is like kind of, it looks like fake looking yeah. to me in the flashback. Totally. It's very weird. Yes. Because he's too perfect. Because Joseph Morgan, who plays Klaus. It's too beautiful to be real. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of The Vampire Diaries, Season 2, Episode 19, Klaus. I'm your host, Bridget, and today we have a guest with us. Hi, Mary Beth. Hello. We won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, Klaus, in detail. You've been warned. And speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes. Please check the episode description for trigger warnings and resources. This is the episode where Klaus is revealed and Elena learns shocking news, shocking, about his motives. Plus, flashbacks to 1491 reveal Catherine's introduction to Elijah and Klaus. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> well, Mary Beth, you will be very happy to learn that I will not be quizzing you this time. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Instead, I have some introductions written for everyone. Placed by a shaman to limit the powers of vampires and werewolves. Or was it? It's the sun and the moon curse. She's <laughs> gonna die to break the curse. She looks exactly like Catherine. It's your favorite Petrova doppelganger, Elena Gilbert. Woo! He's a legend. A man of his word. It's your favorite original, Elijah! Woo-woo! He's the oldest vampire in the history of time. Possessed a lark's body. It's your favorite big bad hairdo, the Lord Niklaus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So getting into it, we yes. go to the Salvatore basement where Elena is playing Candy Crush as she waits nonchalantly for Elijah to be resurrected. <laughs> uh, and then he... He does start to awaken and he sees Elena and immediately, just like every vampire when they're in a weird place, thinks that she's Catherine. He's like, Katarina. Oh my God, that's and... so funny you said that. I said, put that on my nose. Whenever anyone is out of it, they're like, Katarina. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> and we see this crazy flashback to a 1400s castle. And uh, remember Trevor, who was Rosa's person? Yes. So he's there. Yeah. Except Elijah calls him Trevor. Hello, Trevor. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, and he's like, I've got a gift for you. And it's Catherine um, in this beautiful 1940s outfit. 1940s. 1490s outfit. <laughs> but yeah, it reminds me a lot of like Sleeping Beauty. This vibe of like, hail to the princess Catherine. For sure. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, and Elijah meets her for the first time and is like, forgive me. You remind me of someone. Which is interesting because yeah. that's sort of hinting 
that Elijah might know someone that looks like Catherine and Elena. And there are these kind of sparks, like he kisses her hand, like the gentleman he is. And she's also kind of taken with him. Mm-hmm. Um, or knowing Catherine, perhaps she's more taken with like his status, like that he's a lord. Well, I don't know. I love Elijah. Oh, yeah. He's like Who such a wouldn't... gentleman and so dapper. And like what I th- like in my mind, what like a perfect, I don't want to say perfect man, but like a how you would treat like an someone ideal. and just yeah exactly like yeah. opening doors and just being very very yeah, chivalrous uh, yes yeah yeah he's definitely got these like old world values yeah. uh the 1490s look good on him especially. absolutely and he's extreme <laughs> i think he's super handsome oh yeah oh yeah daniel gillies what up man yes. uh back to present times though elijah's still trying to reanimate but he's not doing so well Mm -mm. um he's running into walls all over the place his body is contorted and um he gasps and he says i can't be in this house and elena realizes oh you haven't been invited in so it's interesting we get to see what happens if a vampire (laughs) is put in a place that they haven't been invited in and like he finally gets up to the first level and they're at the front door of the Salvatore house and he charges her like he he tries to run right at her and it's only the invisible barrier that stops him and she goes shh as if the, like the Salvatores upstairs with their vampire hearing didn't just hear Elijah bumping around upstairs <laughs> and he's all like can I trust you and she's like can I trust you um, and to prove herself, she hands over the dagger that mm-hmm. had staked him. Good move. Elena's Absolutely. a good negotiator. She is. And I al- I always love the way she looks at people when she's like, mm, here you go. Yeah, you can trust me. It's very like, <laughs> I told you so. Yeah. yeah you trust there's me an, here. Yeah. There's like an earnest, mm-hmm. I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Major Virgo vibes from Elena, I think. Mm-hmm. Or something. Definitely. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so we go to. We can debate that on another episode. <laughs> what what star sign Elena is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we go to Stefan's bedroom where he wakes up super suddenly, like, I feel a disturbance in the force. And um, downstairs, he sees Damon and Andy getting ready for the day. Andy has Damon's coffee. And there's this weird moment where Damon is like, can I nom on your shoulder? And she's like, can you just use a blood bag today? It's like really messy when you feed on me. <laughs> and he pouts and he's like, oh. And I know, like that's just normal conversation for a couple. Yeah, and it's comedic, but it's also disgusting at the exact same time, just like we've <laughs> come to know Damon to be. Yep. And Stefan's definitely disgusted. He's like, what are you doing? It's not a wind-up toy. And so he calls her an it, which is not right. great, but... Well, you know, he's, his heart is in the right place. And Andy sounds like someone who has been compelled when she's like, it's none of your business, Stefan. Uh-huh. Stefan's like, have you seen Elena? And Damon's like, no, I don't know where your girlfriend is. My girlfriend is right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all also, right, you're the I worst. <laughs> I never have noticed the tattoo on his shoulder. Oh, on Paul Wesley's shoulder? Yeah. Isn't it gorgeous? Also, his shoulders are gorgeous. Well, he's just gorgeous all together. Yeah, maybe that's why I've live long day. Maybe that's why I've never noticed the tattoo. But um, yeah, I just I know has he always had that? I think so. Yeah, I think I remember it in the first episode. Oh, okay. Because I was like, why? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just the angle I've never seen. But yeah, I was like, what? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I know it's circular, right? It's like a 
Yeah, it's like a. It almost looks like cool. a um, like a crest or something. Ooh, that like would be crest, so Stefan to yeah, like that's tattoo what I was his crest. Thinking, maybe. Yeah. Stefan notices that the door to the basement is ajar, and he and Damon go down to investigate. And they're like, they discover Elijah's gone. And they're like, oh no, she didn't. You guys. <laughs> oh, she. Did. She totally did. <laughs> <laughs> so we go over to Alaric's apartment, um, and it's interesting. Klaus, well. I guess it's Alara Klaus. Which it's I Alara, Klaus which and Alaric's body. Is, uh, is asked by Catherine, why do you have to do the ritual here? Because so many people are going to try to stop you. And he says it has to be at the birthplace of the doppelganger. And she's like, I never knew that. And he's like, yeah, well, you killed yourself and turned yourself into a vampire and fled England before you could learn all of the details. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, ooh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Maddox has left to find Klaus's body so that Klaus can get back into his normal hairdo. Right. Um, and they're so they're so mean to Matt Davis. In last episode, they were calling him Haggard, I this know. Haggard history teacher so body. Cute. And now they're like, yeah, he's adorable. Also, his haircut is great, right? Absolutely. You are a resident haircut, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the official I know his hair. stamp of approval. And his hair yeah. is very good. Very textured, yes. styled very well. Catherine says to Klaus that she doesn't think Elena will run. Uh, because she's going to die before she lets any of her loved ones get hurt. And she kind of shakes her head like, ugh. Yeah. So annoying how selfless she is. <laughs> and Klaus says, yeah, but that's what I'm counting on. And he then compels Catherine not to leave the apartment until he tells her to. Very important. He really doesn't give a shit about anybody else but himself. And he's talking about when he, yes. slaughtered, he found and slaughtered her family. Right. I was like, oh. And she, you can see that, like, that really kind of hurt. Like, she goes back to remembering that, and you can see it in her face, like, oof, you know? Yeah. It's like, cool, yeah. way to bring that up, dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. I mean, it's true. Like, your your mixed feelings about Klaus are right on, yeah. because most of his charm comes through later when Joseph Morgan plays him, but he's done these terrible things, and he's definitely sociopathic. Yeah. And just like, don't forget, yeah. I did this really terrible thing, so don't cross me. He governs out of fear. Yes. So we go over to Elijah's car where Elena is parked with Elijah and he's sucking on a blood bag like it's a go-gurt. And um, <laughs> is that a 90s kids thing, by the way? Do you, did you use go-gurt? Did you like go-gurt? I love yeah, go-gurt. Well, anyway. I gave, well, because Sponsored I'm, by go-gurt. I'm a little older. Uh, I used to pack go-gurts in my kids' lunches and I, love it. I would freeze them. So that by the oh. time they got to lunchtime, it was all defrosted and nice and cold. You are so smart. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. Gogurt, email me. I'd be happy to, if you still exist, <laughs> I would be happy to us. represent you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so Elena is saying to him, I'm offering my help and in return, I want yours. And he's like, why, why would I trust you? And Stefan calls her and he's like, where are you? I'm coming. And she's pissed. like, I'm, yeah, he's super pissed. And she's like, I'm with Elijah. And he's like, well, he can't be trusted. And she looks at Elijah as she says, Elijah is a noble man, Stefan. He lives by a code of honor. I can trust him. And he knows I'd be incredibly stupid to betray him again. And it's like, it's like she's obviously talking to Elijah. She's talking Elijah into this as she's talking Stefan into this, which is very cool. Elena, good for you. Making negotiations everywhere. And he is a noble man. He wicked is. And she says, it's my decision, Stefan. Please respect it. And Elijah gives her this little, like, impressed look. 
Like, he's like, hmm. She, and then she says, P.S., make sure Damon doesn't do anything stupid, which, of course, Damon overhears. Meanwhile, she just, like, hangs up on Stefan, and Damon says to Stefan, did she just hang up on you? <laughs> and Stefan's like, she did. And Damon goes, yep. she's lost it. And they have a little bit of a tussle. Like, um, Damon is like, we need to, like, go and find her. We need to help her. Like, we can't trust him. And Stefan is like, no, what we need is to back off. We need to trust her. We need to let her do her thing. If anyone can convince him to help us, it's her. Which, good on him. Yeah. Like, that's very respectful of your partner and your the other person. Exactly. Exactly. And he knows how much Bonnie matters to Elena. And she's like, gotta find a way where Bonnie can kill Klaus and not die. And Damon is all, you know, bottom line, I just care that Elena's alive. He doesn't care if Bonnie dies. Yeah. Great. Exactly. <laughs> So back in the car, um, Elijah takes Elena's cell phone as another sign of trust. And he puts it in his, like, pocket of his, like, suit. Yeah. His tattered, torn suit. <laughs> but he's still so chival- like so chivalrous and noble. I know. With his, like, ripped up oh suit. Oh my god, yeah. How many men do you know that would look that, like, self-possessed in a burned suit? <laughs> like a charred. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, we find out that... Elijah knows a lot about what Klaus might be up to. Um, when Elena says he's taken over Alaric's body, Elijah's like, oh, yes, one of his old tricks. And she's like, well, what are his other tricks? What is he going to do next? And um, he's like, oh, I know him well. And it's like, doodly doodly do, cloud into a, fa- a flashback. Yep. And we go to Klaus's castle where um, we see Klaus for the very first time. It's amazing. He makes such an entrance and like he's kind of covered by extras for a little bit. It's really interesting how like you're almost trying to see him at the same time that Catherine is looking for him. Totally. Uh, Really shot well. And he comes over and he kisses Catherine's hand and she like curtsies and she's like Lord Niklaus. And he's like, Niklaus is the name my father gave me. Please call me Klaus. And we all melt. (laughs) He's got this like cherubic yet very mischievous smile. Like, there's something about him that seems very almost angelic. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, he would have been a really good Lucifer. Have you seen Lucifer? He would have been, like, perfect for that. Absolutely. No offense to the dude who actually played Lucifer. You were fantastic. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. (laughs) Just saying. uh, Lucifer's brother. There you go. (laughs) No offense to you either. (laughs) (laughs) So we go over to the Lockwood house where um, Elijah compels Karen to let them in. And Elena is like, how did you know she wasn't on Vervain? And he's like, I'm the one who got her off it. And he needs a change of clothing, as you so astutely noticed. And Karen is like, oh, you can have one of my dead husband's suits. That's not creepy. Um, So, yay. (laughs) Over to the Salvatore house, uh, Jenna calls Stefan to ask where Elena and Jeremy are. She's like, no one is here. And they, they left me all these weird messages telling me to stay away from Rick. And he's like, yeah, you just need to stay on campus just a little while longer. And she said, well, that's hard to do from my kitchen. And she's like, I'm supposed to be Rick at the grill. Do you blame her, though? It's like nobody tells her. That would be like if somebody called you and was like, like, don't go, go, don't go around your ex-boyfriend. But I'm not going to tell you why or how or <laughs> and please stay away from the house. Again, I don't know why. But, you know, it's like, what? I'd be like, fuck you guys. I'm going back home. Yeah, we'll see how that goes later. Uh, and Stefan looks at Damon like, you coming to help? You coming to help? And Damon is like, oh, I'd love to help, but I don't want to do anything stupid. So I'm just going to back off and let you and your girlfriend call the shots. And he's like, you really going to be like this? He's such a, <laughs> such a baby. Come on. Yeah, he's a real brat in this episode. 
But then Andy comes in and she's like, where are we going? And he's like, we're splitting off from the team going rogue. Yep. All right. <laughs> we go to the Lockwood house. Um, Elena tells Elijah that the Martins are dead. And he says, what happened to Catherine? I imagine she broke from my compulsion. And she said, we think she's dead. We think Klaus has her. And Elijah says, oh, well, if Klaus has her, she's definitely not dead. And he smiles to himself. He says that it's like not Klaus's style. Um, he knows him too well. Yeah. Elena points out that Elijah like tried to make Catherine pay for betraying Klaus. And she's like, why do you want him dead if you also still care about like carrying out his wishes? And he says, I have my own reasons for wanting him dead. There was a time when I would have done anything for him. flashback (laughs) so back at klaus's castle his birthday party catherine says she's from bulgaria and he says hello in bulgarian and she's like very impressed catherine is interesting as a human like she almost seems a little bit like elena actually Mm -hmm. earnest still still kind of sexy you know catherine's always got that flirtatious edge but like she's a little bit more naive and a little bit more delighted by things and she doesn't have this edge of cynicism that was built of the 500 years of like running from Klaus and you get to see mm-hmm. that in the scene it's like super rare yeah kind of nice um anyway back to modern day Elijah he's telling the story and he's like Klaus is my brother and Elena says yeah I heard that I'm still processing <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and it's like what is up with Catherine and brothers <laughs> Can you not just, like, have one? Yeah. I don't know. The theme of Jeez. this show is very much, are we doomed to repeat the past? And in many cases, yes. yes Elijah, they're both into her. Yeah, is having feelings. And yep. Klaus is having feelings. And there's, like, one more kind of a level head of brother than the other. It's, like, the same yes. deal. Oh, very astute, Mary Beth. Yes. They are so well mirrored, <laughs> Stefan yep. and Damon, with the brothers, Elijah and Klaus. Absolutely. I love what Elijah says here. He says, I'm a little behind on the times, but I believe the term you're searching for is OMG. And just says it so like, hmm, yeah. should be, as he's sipping tea or <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we go over to Alaric's apartment. Um, where Catherine is alone and she's playing one of my very favorite songs from Foster the People, Helena Beat, What Up? Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, dancing around a little bit. Outside of the apartment, she hears someone call, Alaric, you home? And she wants to answer the door. Like, she tries so hard to, like, turn the handle and she can't. But then they get the door open and it's Andy and Damon. And Andy is like, oh, my God, you do look exactly like Elena. <laughs> Just not faced. Yeah, all. not faced at all. <laughs> and Catherine is so nonplussed. Yep. <laughs> and Damon says, thought you might be dead. And she says, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get back to them in a minute. We go over to Stefan, who comes over to the Gilbert house to try to explain to Jenna. And right as he's about to explain... Alara Klaus comes out and he's like, hey, Stefan, how's it going? And we're like, oh, shit, shit's about to go down. Which I just have to say before, his acting is phenomenal with switching characters. Same body, but he had to really work hard to like make it that kind of more evil, conniving person. Yeah. And it's cool. We get to see that a lot from these actors like we get to see Nina do that with mm-hmm. you know she's really good at it too she's so good at it and it's cool to see like like um Kat Graham who plays Bonnie did it when she was possessed by her you know ancestor in season one 
and we'll get to see some other interesting things in the future from actors who get to <laughs> change yes. up their attitudes, uh, so to speak. But yeah, anyway, going back to uh, the Lockwood house, Elena and Lija are still talking and he's explaining that there's a whole family of originals. And he says, my father was a wealthy landowner in Eastern Europe. My mother had seven children. And I love it. It kind of sounds like a fairy tale, like the beginning of a fairy mm -hmm. tale. Yeah. Um, and she says, you were human? And he, she, he's like, yeah, my whole family was human. Our origin is a very long story, but we are the original family. And from us, all vampires were created. And she's like, so why do you want your brother dead? And we don't get that answer yet. We go over to Alaric's apartment, <laughs> switching between some very interesting uh, storylines here. Like, I think they're all really interesting in their own right. Yeah. So we go back to Alaric's apartment and um, Andy is like, we're here to rescue you. And Damon says, no, sweetie, we're here to see if she deserves to be rescued. This is the scene where the name Alariklaus is coined. Because I was wondering in the last episode with Brian, like, we were like, what is their combined name? Like, Klaloric sounds too much like caloric. Right. Alariklaus. I love <laughs> Alaric -Klaus. it. Alariklaus. Perfect. Um, and Damon gives Catherine some vervain uh, in exchange for asking her, you double-crossed us with Isabel. Why'd you do that? And she said, I didn't think that you stood a chance against Klaus. I was just protecting myself. And he gives her the vervain, and he's like, you owe me. I will collect. And as they leave, Andy's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're the best. <laughs> Poor Andy. Deserves better. I know. Totally. It's just so like, la, la, la. So like in the clouds. It's perfect. It's exactly the levity that we need in an episode mm -hmm. like this. So over in the Gilbert kitchen, speaking of oh, levity, this is kind of hilarious. <laughs> Except it's super menacing at the same time. Uh, Alara Klaus is like chopping up vegetables. And he's like, I find chopping calming the feel of the blade in my hand and jenna's like what the fuck <laughs> along with all of us and he just becomes like herschel walker and he's like i'm obsessed with vampires and werewolves <laughs> and just like it's ridiculous and he's like how about you stefan what do you think about vampires oh, yeah <laughs> and he's like uh in literature um brom stoker it's dense <laughs> but i appreciate it <laughs> and jenna's just like what the fuck what yeah, she's just on? sitting there like... Could you imagine being her? Like, what? I haven't seen or talked to you and now you're being so weird? Right? Especially not since, like, this is a very weird situation where, like, her 17-year-old niece's boyfriend is over, who yeah. is also 17 in her mind. So this 17-year-old boy is here to talk to her about why her niece wants her to stay away from her ex-boyfriend. Right. And now it's the three of them about to have lunch. <laughs> it's just very odd. So Alara Klaus starts to talk about the sun and the moon curse. And he says, it's said that these creatures would do anything to break the curse. Doesn't matter who they would have to kill. <laughs> anyway, we go over to the Lockwood grounds and uh, <laughs> uh, we learn that nothing can truly kill an original. Um, Elijah says, we made certain of that. The wood from the one tree that could have staked us, we burned it. And Elena's like, oh, that's where the white ash comes from that we dipped the dagger in. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yay. Good job. <laughs> A plus. Um, and he says, witches don't allow anything truly immortal to walk the earth, though, because they have to maintain balance. And she's like, well, okay, so why is Klaus so obsessed with breaking this curse then? 
And he's like, oh, right, the sun and the moon curse. It's so biblical sounding, don't you think? And he kind of laughs to himself. And she's like, what's so funny? And we go to a a flashback (laughs) where a girl is twirling her skirt in front of Klaus. So we know that he's a ladies man. Elijah hands Klaus some uh, Roman parchment. And I love this line from Joseph Morgan where he says, I remember etching this scroll. I was quite blistered from drink. <laughs> yes. And uh, and Elijah's like, oh, my favorite is your Aztec drawings. And Klaus is like, not the African carvings, because I was pr- quite proud of those. <laughs> and he's like, no, the Aztec. Who can resist a shaman? And he just goes, oh, yes. Like, it's this inside <laughs> joke between them. And we come back to the present on the Lockwood grounds and Elijah looks at Elena and is like, the sun and the moon curse is fake. It doesn't exist. Oh, that was wild. There is so much in this episode like that comes out like in every scene. There's so much information and the way that they directed it. It was like every there's just little snippets of every little like you just get a little information in each story. And so it's like such like a little teaser at the each. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, And it's interesting, too, because we kind of get the logic of it being that the only way that you're going to find all the ingredients that you need for this crazy ass curse to find a long lost moonstone and someone who looks like someone (laughs) doppelganger is to have every single member of two warring species looking for it. So that was like super strategic of them. I mean, Klaus is definitely a Slytherin. That is strategy Mm -hmm. up the wazoo. That's some good (laughs) chess over the centuries, my man. Holy shit. So we go back to the Gilbert kitchen um, where Alara Klaus has managed to serve them lunch because now they're sitting down eating salad. (laughs) And he's like, do you want more wine? And Jenna's like, you need to get out. He's like, what? And Stefan stands up and he's like, you heard her. Like, he's just been waiting for this mm-hmm. moment to be like, get out of here. Alar Klaus takes out a knife, like brandishes a knife. And is like, I'm afraid I don't want to leave. And Stefan vamps him up against the wall and actually like puts the blade almost like the tip of the blade into I, Alaric's neck. I noticed neck. that. Yes. Yes. And Klaus within the body is like, you don't want to kill Alaric. And Stefan's like, watch me. And mm-hmm. Klaus is like, well, who says that um, that'll stop me from choosing Jenna as my next body to possess? And Stefan is like, Jenna, get out of here. And she's like, what is going on? And Stefan turns around and his eyes are all like veined and like vampire. And he's like, I said, go. And she's thoroughly freaked out by that. Um, and Stefan beats Alaric pretty brutally. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Klaus, and I was going to say, too, but... I think. Right. That's going to hurt. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> Jenna kind of realized because the way that. Laura Klaus was talking like I'm obsessed with vampires yeah. and da, 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 and just being kind of weird and then um, yeah. when his face turned I think she kind of realized like oh my gosh this is real does not compute right vampires <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so over to the Lockwood grounds we learned that the real curse is one that's placed on Klaus and that he's been trying to break it Elijah has this great moment where he's like, your phone won't stop. It's incessant buzzing. Answer it. <laughs> and this is where Elena finds out that Jenna really needs her. And she's like, I have to go. And he says, no, that wasn't part of today's arrangements. 
And she says, you have my word that I'll return. And he's like, your word means nothing to me until you live up to it. Elijah is left alone in the garden. And it's like, flashback. (laughs) (laughs) And he remembers being in Klaus's garden. And he's chasing Catherine around. Catherine loves to be chased. It's like her kink. Like in all the flashbacks, she's got like (laughs) Stefan chasing her, David chasing her. Now Elijah's chasing her. And she's like, you're meant to catch me. And he's like, but if I catch you, the game will be over. It's like, oh, it's so cute. Mm -hmm. And they sit down on a bench and she's like, thank you for entertaining me. And he's like, well, you looked really lonely inside and I took pity on you. And she starts to pout and she's like, Klaus promised to spend the day with me, but he never returned from the night. And anyone who is mean to Nina Dobrev about her bad English accent, just remember that Catherine is trying to assimilate and that she isn't truly English. So it works. Okay. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it's interesting. Like she, she says, I know not why he courts me. He seems to not care about me at all. And she looks at Elijah and she says, do you believe in true love? And he's like, I do not believe in true love. She says, that's too sad for me to accept. And she says, life is too cruel. If we cease to believe in love, why would we want to live? And he just looks really sadly at her. And this moment is interrupted by Klaus, who's got blood all over him. (laughs) Wrong villager picked a fight at the tavern. And he smiles impishly at Elijah as he takes Catherine away. And he essentially, he's grooming her for this sacrifice. Yeah. Like, he's just keeping her around until the full moon happens so that he can do some shit. In this scene, for me, I feel like I saw a softer side of Catherine. Mm, yes. And one who was, like, really wanting love and believing in mm. love and, and um, like, wanting a partner and... Whereas the Catherine we see now is very... Uh... Yeah, she's cynical. Like, she's covered it up. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it is interesting. I, I kind of skipped over this, but Elijah talks about Trevor, or Trevor, as he mm-hmm. pronounces it earlier. Um, and she says, Trevor thinks he loves me, but love cannot be true love unless it is returned. Do you agree? I feel like Catherine's gotten very jaded over the, yes. what, 500 years that she's very been jaded. alive? Or unalive. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see that core of her, the, the person in her that would love someone like Stefan, yep. who is like Elijah's mirror. Definitely. Kind of in, in that set of brothers. <laughs> you can see why she'd be really taken with someone who like mm-hmm. is chivalrous and does believe in true love. And kind of feel bad for Catherine. Especially when you hear more and more about her past and her Yeah, definitely. And- Kind of, you know, when you first, when I first met her, she was first introduced. I was like, damn, she's a bitch. But like, then you kind of get a little, I got a little soft right? for her because just she's had a really shitty 500 years. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a little bit more like that if like yeah, I had a lot of shit go on in 500 years. Totally. Yeah. And like, what are the chances that you're going to be the person that looks like whoever it is, the doppelganger. You don't know. You're just growing up in a village. You're the prettiest girl in your village. And you're You're just just doing your thing. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, we go back to the Lockwood grounds and the camera focuses on on, on Elijah's face as he's remembering this. And, you know, we're kind of left to wonder, does he kind of love her? Um, And that's sort of answered a little bit later. Um, but in the meantime, we go over to the Salvatore house where Elena is there to comfort Jenna and Jenna recoils from yeah. Elena's touch. 
And she says, I love Sarah Canning, this actress. She says, when I was little, your mom used to tell me bedtime stories about vampires. I never thought what she said could be true. You can see it on Elena's face that she realizes that she probably should have told Jenna. And because she says, like, who knew? And it was like, John? Jeremy? Jeremy? Yeah. Basically everybody but you. And I think that at that moment, she's like, we were just trying to protect you. But from, you know, I don't know. I feel like she's probably like, damn, maybe we should have said something. Because like she said, I was just trying to protect you, but um, things kind of got out of hand. Yeah. And so in the beginning, sure, if you have your boyfriend's a vampire, you're being a teenager, you're protecting. (laughs) But then like the end of the world is going to happen here. And like shit's going to get crazy. So she probably should have let her in. And then dating Alaric. And I mean, things just... But I also understand that, too, where things get out of hand and you're, like, trying to just really hold on to what you originally wanted to do because you're like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of wonder if Elena didn't tell Jenna eventually, almost out of selfish reasons, which I don't think she would ever admit to. Mm -hmm. Jenna's already been hurt by Catherine, right? Like, remember when she compelled her and she stabbed herself at the beginning of the season? Right. It's like, Jenna would have been helped by knowing about stuff for a long time. Yeah. Um, Especially when Catherine showed up, who looks exactly like you, Elena. Yeah. Um, It would have just given her, like, a a leg up on everything. Like, she could have been warned and like, okay, I know this, I know you, I know, yeah. Exactly. So it feels like season one, maybe she was trying to protect her. But season two, Elena, that doesn't tell Jenna, is just trying to not get another parental figure who's going to tell her not to do stuff the way that she wants to do it. Because she's already feeling, like, very controlled by, like, Stefan and David. That's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. But yeah. Yeah. Because think about, I mean, Jenna's just going to be this other person who's, like, having a whole bunch of say and she is her legal guardian. So if she's in the dark, she can't tell her shit. You know? Because at the end of the day, we forget, I forget that they're 17. <laughs> she's 17 years old. Yeah. And so she's still going to act a little bit like a teenager. Oh, which is sad. And Jenna does bring that up. She says, you know, I'm the adult here. I'm the one who's supposed to be protecting you and Jeremy. And yeah. she breaks down and she says, I'm really scared. Um, oh, and they yeah. hug. And Stefan is in the next room listening to this, um, feeling super guilty that he like brought this into he their looks life. Very, yeah. 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 And he says it in the next scene, too, where he and Elena are alone. And she's like, I couldn't really fill her in because she's so in shock. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's not your fault, Stefan. And he's like, and and then she's like, it's mine. And they have a guilt (laughs) off. Oh, you guys. I know. It's like, is it not, though? Can you guys just calm down? Yeah. And then she's like, well, anyway, I should go back to Elijah. And he's like, what? No. And she's like, Stefan, I promised him that I would return. Like, I I can't break that promise. And he does understand, begrudgingly, but he understands. And then Damon walks in and is like, where do you think you're going? And he vamps in front of her and grabs her. And even, it's yeah, and even Andy behind him is like, Damon, easy. And he's like, stay out of this, Andy. And Stefan lays his hands on Damon and is like, let her go. And Damon ominously says, that's twice today that you stood in my way. I wouldn't try a third. Woof. 
But Elena does get to go back to Elijah, which we'll get back to. But in the meantime, Catherine's having a blast, just <laughs> dancing around on her own, drinking, drinking the whiskey and dancing. and dancing, yeah, twirling around. And uh, she hears a Lara Klaus coming back and she vamps over to the couch where all of a sudden she looks really sullen. And he walks in, he's like, can you turn <laughs> the music down? And she turns it down and she's like, do you want a drink? It'll make you feel better. And he like smashes it against the wall. Um, and he's like, what I want is for you to sit down and shut up. And she obeys, even though she's been drinking the vervain. She's really happy. I was just going to say, was that, did she fake yes, it then? She, yeah, yeah okay. because now, from now on, she doesn't have to do what Klaus says. She still has to obey his original compulsion when she wasn't on vervain. But now that she has the vervain, she doesn't have to. So she still can't get out of the house. She still can't get out of the house, exactly, until ah, he says. That, she's just went from one stuck another place stuck to place. another. I know, poor Catherine. <laughs> she's meant to be free. Um, but yes. anyway, the witch comes in and um, he's like, what took so long? And Maddox is like, you got a lot of luggage. <laughs> and we meet Greta, Greta Martin, who uh, is Luca's sister, the late Luca, and she comes in and she seems super happy to see Klaus. And she's like, hello, love. Nice body. Ready to get out of it. And it's just like, oh, God, is this your kink? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't seem like she's being coerced to be there at all. So uh, they bring nope. the, this huge suitcase in that we're, we're led to understand Klaus's body is in there. Over to the Lockwood house. Elena comes back and Elijah's face, when he sees her, he's like really genuinely happy to see Elena. I think he was like shocked she came back and also happy. Like, oh. I think he's got a little bit of transference of feelings onto Elena. Mm -hmm. I mean, how could you not? But she's all down to business. She's like, what is Klaus's curse? Tell me. And he reveals that Klaus's mom who is both their mothers he, he's uh born of another bloodline so it was his mom's like deepest secret that she had an affair and when elijah's dad found out he slaughtered klaus's entire other side of the family uh which was yeah a werewolf gene bloodline another mic drop like right so many things in this episode and yeah elena's face and my face were the exact same omg <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but essentially we're, we're led to believe that this is what sparked the original um feud between werewolves and vampires which has started with the original family of being like fuck you for fucking my wife essentially yep. taylor as old as time okay and it just happened to be a werewolf yeah elena understands like Oh, so if Klaus is from a werewolf bloodline, what is he? A vampire or a werewolf? And Elijah is like, he's both. If the curse is broken, it will unleash his werewolf gene and he will be a true hybrid. He says nature would not stand for an imbalance of that kind of power. So the witch has made his werewolf side dormant. Um, and that's the curse. He wants to trigger it so that he can be a hybrid. And if he does that... He's going to create his own race, like his own bloodline, which will endanger vampires and werewolves because they'll be like the uber race, I yeah. guess. This is getting a little bit into interesting territory. <laughs> um, Elijah says, you know, I helped him once because I really loved him. He's my brother, but that's changed. Now he's going to die. And we're like, oh, OK, all right. right. All right. <laughs> Wonder what that's about. Um, Elena is like, well, 
could we could we kill him with the dagger? We still have the dagger. And he's like, there's only one way to kill Klaus. It's at the hands of witches, the servants of nature. And he's like, he's waiting for a full moon and we've got to find a witch that can do it. And she says, what if I told you that I knew a witch that could channel that much power? Well, and it's so interesting because I feel like it circled like all the way back to Bonnie when she was trying to keep it from that. But I think now she understands right. like that's the only way that it's going to happen. Exactly. Doodly doodly do. We go back to <laughs> Klaus's room in the 1490s. It takes so much for me not to say 1940s. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and they're plotting for the full moon and, you know, they're waiting it out so that they can sacrifice Catherine. And Elijah bursts in and he's like, the witches have found a way that they can spare the doppelganger. And Klaus is like, why does that matter? She's just a means to an end. So terrible. And yeah. And Elijah is like, so she should die for your gain? She's a human. And Klaus is like, right, she's a human. Her life means literally nothing. And Elijah says, I beg you to reconsider this. And Klaus realizes, and he sort of snaps a little bit. And he's like, are you so foolish as to care for her? Love is a vampire's greatest weakness, Elijah. And we are not weak. We do not feel and we do not care. And Elijah says, but we did once. I love Joseph Morgan, who plays yeah. Klaus. He says, that was too many lifetimes ago to matter. And I really see it in his eyes. Like, this is his first episode in this very well-established TV show mm -hmm. at this point. And he already feels to me like he has lived many lifetimes. Oh, absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. there's something about him that has kind of, like, depth and gravity you know, and I'm sure there's a reason why he doesn't want to care. Kind of like how Damon and Stefan both have shut it off at right. certain points. So it's very interesting to see that in his eyes. Anyway, back to modern day. Uh, Elena is like, you found a way to save the doppelganger? That's me. <laughs> and he's like, well, Catherine took her own life in her own hands before I could tell her. Um, and she's like, you did care about her, didn't you? And he says, it's a common mistake, I'm told. One I won't be making again. He looks at her like, so that means I don't have a crush on you, okay? So don't be thinking anything, okay? I know I'm a gentleman, but stay away from me. <laughs> uh, so we go over to the Salvatore house where um, Andy is trying to comfort Damon. And she says, I know you're worried about Elena. And Damon is like, Andy? go. Andy seems to walk off, but Stefan enters and he says, are you tired of your little plaything already? And Damon's like, don't start with me, Stefan. And he's like, she's a person. You are victimizing her. And he says, well, she keeps me from going after what I really want. And Oof, yeah, that was like, damn. Eek. And <laughs> Stefan is like, oh yeah, you're right. Thank you. For being in love with my girlfriend, which is so cringy. And uh, Damon is like, and there it is. <laughs> and they have a little tussle. They have a little, little vampire tussle. dance where the camera starts shaking. And uh, it, it's because Stefan sort of eggs Damon on, actually. He can see that he's in a rough place. But Stefan says, you can be in love with her all you want if it means that you'll protect her. But I have something that you will never have. Her respect. And that set him over the edge. Yeah. Um, and Elena comes running in and she's like, stop. And Elijah is there. Um, and Elijah sees them fighting and he's like, doodly doodly doo. <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> he remembers his fight with Klaus on the night that they were supposed to sacrifice Katerina. 
um, he comes in to Klaus's room and Klaus is like, what have you done? Like, Katerina has fled. What did you do? And Elijah, Elijah is like, I told her nothing. And Klaus, in this amazing, very badass moment, goes, do not lie to me. I can't do it without <laughs> sounding hilarious, but it's so good. And Elijah is like, I'll find her. I, you have my word. And he says, if you do not, I give you my word, you will be dead. So now we understand why Elijah was looking for Catherine is because like, he feels like he fucked up and is going to lose yeah. his brother over this. Back in present day, Stefan and Damon look over and they realize that Elijah has been invited in. And they're like, what the fuck? You invited him in? <laughs> and Elijah says, the two of you will come to no harm at my hands. I ask only one thing in return. It's an apology. And Damon says, a what? <laughs> like he's never heard of it. But Stefan does it. Stefan says, I truly apologize for the part that I played in your death. I was protecting Elena. I will always protect Elena. And we know that Elijah gets that. Mm -hmm. And um, Damon is like not going to do it. And, and Elena can tell. So she tries to like coax him. And she says, Bonnie will be able to kill Klaus without hurting herself. We missed that part. Um, and she's like, everything's going to be okay. And Damon is like, do you trust him? And she's like, I do. And he says, then all of you can just go to hell. And he <sighs> leaves. Yep. So Stefan tries to like backtrack with Elijah and he's like, Damon's just angry at me right now because I set him off. He'll come around. And Elijah says, perhaps very knowingly, because he knows how long a brotherly feud can last. Yes. Up in Damon's room. It's a terrible scene. It's a horrible scene. It's really I hate bad. It. Andy comes in and she's in lingerie and she's like, you didn't compel me to leave. And he's like, you need to get out of here. And she's like, but I want to be here for you. You need to know that someone cares about you. Because he fucking compelled her to love him and think that he was the one. You exactly. are the one that created this, Damon. And he's like dangerously upset. And he says that. He says, you know what happens when I'm upset. And he bites her and throws her down on the ground. And the bite is so violent. Yeah. It's it's truly horrendous, and he grabs her by the face, and he says, leave before I kill you. It's bad, but Ugh. you can also, and then yep. he's, like, starting to cry. I mean, you can just see what a broken, he needs some therapy, is what he needs, but he, you can just see what a broken, how broken he is. Yeah, absolutely. And how he has, he, he kind of has a hard time uh, dealing with you know issues and problems because he's got the vampire part of him but then he's got the human exactly. side of him and it's like a it's a constant push and pull and also that he feels like he is losing elena mm -hmm. and like it's it's just sending him over the edge because uh, he doesn't feel like they've reached any kind of solution yet yeah but that's no excuse for this behavior no no bad damon bad damon <laughs> god Stefan sure picked an interesting episode to suddenly give a shit about what he's doing to Andy. <laughs> oh, God. Just sneak her some vervain or something. Get her out of there, man. Seriously. Ugh. So we go over to Alaric's apartment where the witches are chanting around Alaric's body in a chair. Alaric kind of wakes up and he sees Catherine. And in a reverse moment of the first scene where... Elijah yes, mistook Elena for Catherine. Finally. He mistakes Catherine for Elena. He's like, Elena? <laughs> and then he faints. And um, they reveal Joseph Morgan with his real hairdo. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> Such a dramatic entrance with the candles and the chant. Yeah. Yeah. And he walks in and he's like, now that's more like it. Mm-hmm. And he's got this little impish smile. And that's the episode. He looks so much better without that other hair. He looks better without the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Beth, who are you taking and who are you staking from this episode? All right. I am taking Elijah. Yes. Because I, well, I really. <laughs> Shocker. I've always liked him. <laughs> yeah. But um, I got to know him a little bit better in this scene or in this uh, episode. Yeah. And I just love how, like, yeah, dapper and chivalrous. And I just love his character in this. Yeah. Like, he's. He's so old, right? He's lived so long, but he hasn't lost that part of yes. him. And I love mm. that. I am staking Damon. Of course. For being a crybaby powder toddler who, when people don't listen to him or things don't go his way, he lashes out. And um, I did not like him in this episode. Yeah. I did not deep like disgust the, the part, Yeah, the part of him yeah. that, yeah, because it's like. He's really tapping into that, like, if everyone would just listen to me, then everything would be fine. And if you're not listening to me, then I'm just going to, like, fuck everything up and, and be mad and yeah, and just, yeah. And, like, he's not responsible for his actions. He's not taking exactly. it. He's like, well, I'm mad. And so this is what happens when I'm mad. Exactly. So that's that's who I'm staking. Fair. Pouty Damon. <laughs> who are you taking and who are you staking, Bridget? I am taking Elena and Elijah's dynamic. I think it's really cool to see their mutual self, like their mutual respect and trust being built. It's just like very neat to see them together, especially because she does look like someone that he once had feelings for Mm -hmm. and that he's got the Stefan vibe. And so it is interesting. They're like two parts of that dynamic, but from different timelines and they intersect here in like a really cool way. Um, They have very similar values, you can tell. And I am staking Damon and Stefan's dynamic specifically. It's just so uncool to see this get the best of them. Yeah. And, and like, that Stefan doesn't feel... been through. Yeah. Yeah, right? And it's like, we already knew that Damon was into Elena. You don't have to fucking fight about it. Right. Also... Get Andy out of there, man. Like, this also, is like, why so do you think you can't do anything? Bigger things happening besides yes. your guys' little love affair. Exactly. It's it's just, I'm disappointed in them. Yeah. If you can't play nice, you can't play at all. Okay. What is the word of the day today, Bridget? Well, Mary Beth, the word of the day is pacify. It is a verb. The word pacify has several related definitions. Among the most common are to soothe the anger and agitation of, as in pacify a crying child, and to appease, to try to pacify your enemy. All right, Mary Beth, what's your sentence? Everyone needs to go to the grill and eat a burger and fries to help pacify them. Yes, 100%. You know how much I love the Mr. Grill. I miss the grill. So I want to be pacified by the Mr. Grill. I want to be pacified by those burger and fries. Food always looks so good. Fuck yeah. Mine is, Andy thinks she can pacify Damon, but he blames her for making his rage and violence worse. Sad. Mine is not as funny. That's all for Klaus. I have been your host, Bridget. And I have been your guest, Mary Beth. Thanks for joining us. And tune in next time to find out if Elena's phone ever stops its incessant buzzing. Tune in next time to see if Jenna gets on board with the whole vampire and werewolf thing. Dear Diary, there is always a loophole. Dear Diary, that's twice today you stood in my way. I wouldn't try a third. 
Dear Diary, you have my word. Dear Diary, love is a vampire's greatest weakness. <laughs>